Welcome to Highland Herald, a podcast where two Final Fantasy-obsessed brothers discuss everything from Azura to Zell and all things in between. We are your hosts, Wolfkins and Soloists, Brothers of Light. Hey everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of High Wind Herald this week. I am one of your hosts, Wolfkins, and as always, I have my brother Soloist here with me. Hey Soloist, say hi. Howdy dowdy. All right, you're done. Because we also <laughs> have two very special guests with us this week. We have Ray and Carissa here from the Faces of Aorzea Project, you might be familiar with on Twitter. So hey, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having us. Oh, thank you for agreeing to come on. We've been trying to talk about this for a while. I'm glad we could finally work something out. Oh, yeah. Very excited to be here. So, really quick, before we get started, you are familiar with our trivia here on Highwood Herald. We always start the show with it, and uh, I believe you guys brought the question this week. So, let's have that and uh, ruin our streak here. (laughs) Well, we each had a question, but if you want to narrow it down... um, You can go first. (laughs) Oh, you want yeah, me to do both? Got one. Yeah, let's have it. All right, all right. This one's probably going to be the uh, brain picker right here. Oh Lord! All right. <laughs> Which was the first game in the series to have infinite inventory space? Final Fantasy IV. Whoa. Okay. Ooh. Now, are you going to tell us that's right? You're going to make me guess first. <laughs> Let's have your guess. All right. Well, I'm not going to cheat. He answered really quick on that, so I'm I'm thinking that he has. That he has it, but I'll I'll be different. I will say, oh Lord. Um, <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> I'll go with six. So what what is oh, it? You guys were like right on each end of it. Oh, no- five. Yep. Oh really? Ah <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I could have sworn. Well, maybe the remake of four has infinite space. That might be. Yeah. Yeah. Crap. Originally <laughs> number five. Wow, that was a good one. Yep, I, I you're was playing five right five. now. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> here's the thing about that. I am playing five. I'm not very far, and there's no there's no way I've even gotten close to what I could carry in my item space. Also, yeah. I haven't played it in about a month. <laughs> so, uh, okay. all right. That's fair. That was, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, I did ruin our streak. So now that I really, pressure. I felt good about it. I felt, oh, I know that. And then I said it and I was like, wait a minute. I don't I think that's right. That is the fastest <laughs> he's ever answered one of these trivia questions. So <laughs> yeah, you sounded really confident there. Ah, well, in confidence, I, that's all I need. I don't need to be right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he lives on pure confidence. That's, that's how he gets by in life. All right. So we have another one, though. Kirsten, you said you brought one? Yeah, I got one. All right. What was the name of the little alien that would fly around in Final Fantasy VIII? Uh, you got it, this. Uh, <laughs> I have Popo? no clue. Is it Popo? Yeah. That, all right. <laughs> yes. Okay. You've, uh, there's three Final Fantasy games I've not played, and that is one of them. <laughs> and eight is my absolute favorite. So I would yeah, have, I I have definitely lost points if I hadn't gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have a uh, sibling rivalry that has been going on since since Soloist was about, oh, I don't know. Nine years old. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight has always been my favorite. And nine has always been his favorite. So basically, sure. we just go back and forth on why the other game is awful. 
Even Regardless though, of both of them are great. About it. But that brings up an interesting question. So I uh so I know you from from Twitter and your faces of a Orzia project, which we'll definitely get into in just a little bit. But mm. I am curious, uh, like, how did you guys discover Final Fantasy? Are you did you come in with fourteen? I'm assuming not, based on those trivia questions. Or like, how did you get into the series itself? Uh, you he, can, he can go, go first, Ray. All right. Well, um, the first game I think I fully played was seven. But believe it or not, uh, the idea to get introduced into Final Fantasy came from Super Mario RPG. Oh, that's mm. a great yeah. That's a that's actually a really good answer, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, because I hadn't fully gotten into RPGs yet, although I had played a couple of obscure ones. And of course, uh, Zelda is technically RPG, although it's more action oriented. Yeah. But yeah, Super Mario, I've always loved, and I tried it out as soon as it came out in '95. Oh wow! Yeah, I discovered that one a little later because it, it kind of flew under my radar, and I, I didn't even really know about it until. I think my Super Nintendo was being phased for my Nintendo 64. I think I found it back when you could rent video games. Mm-hmm. I like Blockbuster. Uh, yeah, I, I missed out on that one because that one was... We've talked about it on the show before, how it's like an honorary Final Fantasy. Yeah, in a lot of ways it is. Because it uses the turn-based system. It has a very Final Fantasy-oriented kind of plot. And it does have the optional boss fight, Culex which even has music from Final Fantasy. Yeah, is that one... We I think we discussed this before, Solus. Is that... Yeah. That box isn't actually from the game, but it uses music from, what, 4? Yeah, it uses... Uh, I think it uses 4. Okay. I think it might be the boss music from 4... Uh, God, I don't want to say that. Well, that's so, why I was always confused. Losing I always my confidence. It, it came from one. <laughs> uh, the confidence is waning already. That's not good. We're only like five minutes in. <laughs> I actually have a really sad story with Super Mario RPG, as much as I love it. I was um, born in 97, so when I was like old enough to actually play games, it was the N64 and everything. So I still grew up with Super Nintendo, but more so N64. So I didn't get to play Super Mario RPG until way later. You probably remember when I first got into it as well. It was likely after I left the house because I didn't let him play my games that often. Yeah, never. <laughs> so I was um, loving it and I got to like the sixth star or something and the game routinely crashed at the same point and I could never beat it. Have you still never beaten it? I've still never beaten it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yep, because the game root. I mean, if I can ever get my hands on a um, SNES classic, I will for sure finally beat it. But I, I love to bring that to the uh, the Switch, the, the SNES player on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I would definitely replay that game. Oh, absolutely. They should actually. I, I think yeah. that'd be a fantastic addition. I, I'm I'm really waiting for it because I think that it's on the SNES classic, like Solo has said, and I don't know. So that makes me think they have the rights to do whatever they want to with it. So I, I really wish they just put it on there already. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that was interesting. Car- Carissa, what about you? You start with Super Mario RPG 2? Oh, no. Actually, I got an even more <laughs> sadder story about how I got into it. I oh, no. I found the game at a pawn shop <laughs> in 1999. <laughs> I found Final Fantasy VII. And the guy's all like, oh, well, you know, what kind of games are you looking for? And I was like, well, you know, I just got a PlayStation, so what kind of games are interesting? He hands me this, and I'm like, oh, Final Fantasy. I was like, what's this? Oh, okay, I'll play it. It was an interesting game, so I, I was thoroughly impressed. And then I got, you know, 8, 
I didn't really play nine and then the PS2 came out and then so on and so forth. And well, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that seems to be, I think seven is the entry point for a lot of people that, that we've kind of talked around to. Uh, What was your solace? Do you remember? Was it nine? Is that why you love it so much? Uh, yeah, I remember um, because I was uh, nine years old. So uh, I think I was sick or I was like faking sick in school one day. <laughs> and I think you had the day off and um, our mom taught at the school I went to. So she got him to come pick me up from school and you'd let your friend borrow nine. And it was in the back of your car. So, of course, I was sitting back there because I'm too young oh, to sit in the front. This. Yeah, and I was like, "What the? What, what's this?" And he said, oh, "That's a Final Fantasy game. You won't like it. It's too complicated." So that kind of made me mad. So I went home and played it out <laughs> like of spite. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, he was kind of right. It was a little complicated, but I loved the art style, the characters. I, you know, I was nine, so I was just struggling to read still. So like, I probably didn't retain half of the story, but mm. I tried, yeah. and I loved it. It was great. I still remember like thinking all the characters were like awesome looking just because yeah, I was still a kid and like more cartoony style really stuck out to me. And then yeah. I, uh, yeah. And it just was all uphill from there. just all, it's all I played for years was final fantasy games. I will have to admit, although I didn't get to play it much, uh, the art style was very whimsical for the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was different. It was definitely different. That's one of the things that we've argued about before. Cause it, it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, because I came in with seven and eight also, and and nine was a little bit of a like a, a shock to me when I first got it. But the characters, it definitely, had, too, the characters had too many fingers for him. He likes the paintbrush hands. We're seven. not doing that, okay? <laughs> we, we've argued about that enough on this show. Um, I'll tell my story really quick. I think I've told it before on the show, but I, I came in with seven also uh, because my friend had it. So I would go over to his house and we would play it. But the first one I ever bought for myself was eight. And I got it the same year I got the PlayStation. I think I got it at Christmas or something like that. And I got them together. And I had only ever had like a Super Nintendo. So I did not know you needed a memory card. So I had to play the Fire Cavern over and over because it it was like two weeks before I could get out to get a memory card because it was like right around Christmas. So I didn't want to not play it. So I think I ran that Ifrit Fire Cave like 20 times because there was nothing else to do and I couldn't save. So that was, uh, that's how I got into Final Fantasy, being an idiot. But, uh, <laughs> well, practiced it enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, with that, though, I mean, I'm assuming you've played quite a few then. Do, do you have a, a particular favorite that kind of jumps out at you? Uh, for me, it'd definitely be Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, I was interested because, nice. like, you went from, like, the anime style from Seven right into a more semi-realistic, and I guess the music from Eight also was motiv- motivated. I guess you would say it was just very interesting, you know. As a kid, it was to me anyways. It has a great soundtrack. It, it it's does. one of the few soundtracks I own, and it's got a nice blend of like really not, like really beautiful music because uh, Eyes on Me is amazing. It's one of my favorite songs. And then you've got like Ultimacia or Ultim- Ultimacia, however you say her name, her castle. And it's just the weirdest song that I've ever heard. And I just like that those those blend so well in the same game. Yeah. Eight's yeah. my favorite. So that's that's one thing that's a- I can say about Eight is that the music is great. Uh, what about what about you, Ray? What are you, uh, what's your favorite? Ooh, I mean, seven is really high up there because that really enthralled me altogether between the gameplay, the amazing graphics at the time. Oh, yeah. 
the music was good in that as well. And Sephiroth, by far one of my favorite bad guys of the series. I he's mean, probably one of the best bad guys in the series. Yeah, yeah. See, he's so calm and collected, which adds an elegant touch to how fanatically sinister he really is. I think it makes him scarier. Like mm-hmm. how just cool he is. That's another thing, too, is he's he's beautiful and he's cool. And it's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so conflicting. Why? <laughs> now, it's hard to tell who the bad uh, guy is. <laughs> have you watched Advent Children? We just did a review on it a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. But, uh, I think that makes him even scarier because he's just even like as he's dying in that movie, he's just very calmly like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'll never be a memory. And I'm like, you're so you're so scary, dude. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Seven and eight. Those are good choices. Those are. uh, I I, I approve of both those choices. (laughs) Not that you need my approval, but I do approve. (laughs) Although I have had. My love, too, particularly for uh, 11, 12, 14, and 15. Oh, there we go. 15, love. Love that. Uh, yeah. He's also happy you skipped 13. He's, yes, he's, I am. Thank <laughs> you for that, by the way. <laughs> it was all right, but it was more cinematic than anything else. It was mostly it, like hey, movie. I think that is probably the most true statement I've ever heard about that game. It's more cinematic than anything else. That is, yeah. like, actually very true. I didn't even really bother with the sequels, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. I, I think I the only either. direct sequel I've attempted was 10-2. I, I don't think I got... I, yeah, I didn't do any of the 13s. Fair enough. Soloist really doesn't like 13. He goes back and forth on that one all the time. He he actually uses the brings up how much he hates 13 probably once a podcast episode. So <laughs> thank you for the setup. <laughs> um, it's, kind of, it's kind of like a, a theme on my Twitch channel, too, that... Uh, especially my mods have to bring up 13 at least once a stream just to just to get a little bit of get a little bit of a reaction out of me <laughs> just right. a little bit of one they have to be like god i love that game and i'm like eh, cool <laughs> good for you <laughs> Wait, don't get me wrong i mean lightning was a, a great character overall but just the rest of it seemed a little out there compared to most of the other games. It was more like you were just following along with it than making certain mm-hmm. decisions that you would in other games, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's fair. One of the things I didn't really care was how long it kept you just in parties of two. Like, it kept you separated from everybody for a while, which was kind of weird, I, I thought, but... Yeah, that that was a strange point for that game. Yeah. I fully understood that, considering most of the time you would have three or even four characters in a party it seemed like an interesting decision didn't really yeah. understand it. anyway so that's you know we've we've all played those games but i think one thing that we all kind of have in common and uh i know you guys do because of how, how because of what we'll talk about in a little bit but uh final fantasy 14 i think we're all currently playing so yes. before we really get into uh what i ask you guys on here to talk about I think we need to talk about this announcement showcase because this is the first episode we've had since it happened. We did a live show where we kind of, you know, gave our thoughts in the moment, but now we've had a little bit of time to kind of sit with it. I want to know what you think, though. Were you able to catch the announcement showcase either live or able to watch it later? Or? I watched it when it was live. Yeah, and I caught it uh, later on. All right. So what do you think? I mean, so we got our expansion announcement in Walker. 
uh, we've got we got a lot of big information. I thought coming out. Was there anything in particular that just like lit a fire under you? Because the announcement showcase itself got Soloist back into fourteen. Is how excited we were about it. So I, I'm curious about your thoughts. If uh, if you had the same reaction, or if you're a little let down, or or what? Well, I can say with confidence, I've never been let down by any of their showcases for any expansion. I was a little bit like, oh, okay, well, we're going to the moon. I mean, I, I, that's cool. I, I guess for me, I because I'm so into PvP, I'm more into seeing those changes. And further ado, I'm definitely interested in the island sanctuary for all the pets and stuff. So that's kind of where my mindset is. <laughs> yeah, the Animal Crossing. Yes, I was so excited about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of an 11 throwback. Yeah, yeah. Anytime there's anything 11 coming in, because that's that's where I started. With MMOs in general, eleven was my first. So anytime yeah, they yeah. Have... same. Oh really? What yeah. did you uh, What did you play back in eleven? Like, did mm. you have like a main job? Do you remember? I was mostly paladin for H and M and uh, salvage and whatever. Yeah, that was my main thing. Somebody had to tank. <laughs> yeah, I I started with warrior personally, but I I fell in love with red mage yeah. once I could get a hold of it. Yep. Oh yeah, me too. Red mage. All the way from from eleven from day one, red mage straight through for me. Yeah, in fact, DPS wise, I was I think one of the few that liked doing the uh, red mage ninja combination. I never really got into that. I should have. I did. I ended up doing white mage a lot because every yeah. time I'd get in, they're like, "You want to heal?" And I was like, "No," but I don't want to wait another two hours for a party. So I <laughs> guess I'm healing. Yeah, I played red mage. <laughs> have you guys played eleven recently? I Not haven't played since, no. gosh, I don't think I've played since like 2011. So, yeah. yeah, it had been a long time for me, but uh, I don't know if you're aware, uh, there there's a pandemic going on out there, so I've been stuck in a lot. <laughs> so over the summer, I uh, I signed back up for 11 for a couple months because I, I had stopped at the 75 cap. And it was just, it was kind of killing me when I, when I wasn't max level. So I, I grinded my red mage up to... 99 and finished out some of the story quests and it was a it's a different game it's a very different game but it's still fun hmm. yeah it's the a lot I easier was to playing, it took you a wo- like a week to level like dark knight <laughs> yeah. if you were lucky to get a group uh, and that grind through your tongue jungle oh, oh my please God. don't no <laughs> i got lost there so much <laughs> there has never been a worse designed map in a game I will I will die on this hill. I hate the map for that yeah, game. I think I it couldn't... was intentionally designed to make you get lost. <laughs> yeah, I didn't appreciate it. That's what made it nostalgic, though. It's like, oh, it's around this corner, and then there's like a bunch of monsters there. Oh, like, oh, nope, not going down that way, and then they chase you. <laughs> yep, here comes the rock. <laughs> it, it probably took me one time an hour to get from Juno out to you know where I was supposed to be for the camp in that jungle, and then somebody had to leave. I, I've never been so mad. Like by the time I got there, or by the time we all gathered around, somebody left and we were down a party member and it was it kind of fizzled out after that. Aww. Good times. I love eleven. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you're you're excited about the I think we had commented uh, live that we were both excited about uh kind of that I keep calling it Animal Crossing because I've been playing that a lot lately too. But uh, yes, I think that will be it's really fun, especially for someone like me who's a little more casual. Like I'll do my my one raid or something to get the story, but I don't I don't have that much time to play. 
So I play when I can. It'll be nice to have something to just kind of relax with. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Ray? Anything that kind of stood out to you? Uh, well, of course, like everyone else, going to the moon. <laughs> uh, also, I believe uh, they were saying that it's going to kind of wrap around with uh, 1.0's introduction for the story to bring the whole arc between Zodiac and Heidel into a close. Right. So I'm kind of interested to see how this all concludes. Yeah, me too. I was wondering, you know, we had some crazy theories that maybe they were they were building towards like another Realm Reborn kind of thing. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like they're going quite that ambitious. I was thinking they might do something like uh, Bahamut level where they kind of just start, not like, not like a full reboot, but maybe take that opportunity to upgrade their baseline to PS5, maybe rework some stuff. It doesn't sound like they're going that crazy, but it does sound like the story is going to do like a hard stop and then we'll get like a chapter two or something like that. Yeah, new threats. Yeah. 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 Which I'm okay with. We've been we've been with the the Asians for forever. So I'm 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 okay to move into something different because uh I just don't want this game to end anytime soon because I am having a blast playing it. Nah, I don't think uh, it's no, I think it's gonna go at least to eight point or at least ten. I mean if I had to take a guess, I mean I can't, you know, foresee the future, but I at least see this lasting for another several years at most. I mean, look how long eleven lasted, still going. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of that, they're getting new story content for the first time in in years. So, I mean, Eleven, I've heard rumblings that maybe they're thinking of another expansion, but that's all rumblings. But uh, the fact that they're getting new story content, is this 18? 18 years since it came out? It's crazy. Uh, I think think they just had a 20-year. Because I believe it was 2002. But I thought they already had like a 20-year anniversary. Did I... Read that I, wrong? I think they're building to a 20 year anniversary. Oh. I, I yeah. think they're at like 18 or 19. Yeah. And I don't know if they count from the Japanese release. Probably do. Oh, if I was guessing. One could assume, but you know what they say about assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and then, so, Lewis, what about you? What were you uh, kind of most excited about? I know we've talked about it, but. Uh, yeah. I didn't have any expectations going in because I wasn't playing FF14, I was playing WoW. But since then, I've like unsubbed from WoW and I'm playing FF14 again because it's Why, you unsubbed me. from WoW? Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to waste money on it. I'm not playing right now. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah, I, <laughs> realistically, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, the thing I've always wanted to get into is PvP in 14. And it's not that I've not had the chance to get into it because I have. It's just I've always played WoW a lot more. I'm more used to the way the PvP works in that game. And I've not gotten into the PvP in 14, so to see PvP content of any kind was, like, exciting to me. Because I love PvP and MMOs. It's fun. I love PvP games a lot. So, seeing any of that was fun. But the best thing was uh, the Final Fantasy IV love at the end. The the mount, especially. At the end? All the way through? No, the mount, especially. Oh, just the mount. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's such a stupid thing to carry. Especially getting a new job and everything. But that mount is amazing. I just wish they called it the um the lunar well, like uh it's called, but I really wish they'd called it the mistranslation in Final Fantasy two or four and called it the big well because that would have been a lot funnier. <laughs> but <laughs> but well, I was I very excited because I believe there already is a uh, whale mount on the Mog station. There is. Yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, I've they seen- had to give some other kind of name. 
yeah, that's true. It having like eight passengers, that's awesome. But you know, um, a new job coming out. I'm excited about that. Sage didn't excite me because I never ever am gonna play a healer, but it still looks really cool. So I'm excited. I'm just excited for everything. Yeah, it, it did look pretty cool. The the sage, like I'm not a healer either. I was also hoping for I'm a ranged player. I I just like ranged. I was kind of hoping for a new ranged class. It sounds like we're getting another melee class that they haven't announced. Whatever. But uh, I probably wasn't going to switch from Red Mage anyway, so it doesn't really bother me at all. I do want to bring up a quick point, though, because you had mentioned, Carista, that you're actually really into the PvP side. Yeah. I know that that's something that Soloist has been wanting to do more of and has been a little disappointed with how it works in 14. If you were just coming in blind, what do you think the best way to kind of get started with PvP would be? Um, well, I guess from a new perspective, uh, you'd probably want to look up like some guides through PvPisa. Um, they mm-hmm. have a generalized coordination of how things work, but they mostly, I think, go into how feast works, like how callouts work, since we don't really have a chat system anymore, not since season one. But I guess for a beginner, Frontlines would be the best option for a beginner. It's pretty casual friendly. You get to play with 72 people all around. Oh, wow. Uh, It's a large map. You get 24 people per team through your grand company. You go in basically as a freelancer. So as as example, if you're in with like Maelstrom, but you might end up going in with uh, the Flames or the Twin Adder. And you can queue in as anything as you want. There's no registration. Like, you have to queue as this one thing. And the timer might be different depending on how you queue in. You know how it is for, like, PvE. Yeah. Right. Um, And once you're inside, you can actually change your class, too. If something doesn't click, you can always switch to something else. Oh, that's I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, you can in the base part. Once you step out of the base, you you can't transform into other classes. You have to go back to the base either by dying or click return. Okay. Okay. That's actually really cool. It's pretty straightforward because uh, the majority of the hotbar right now is cut back like 50% or give or take. So you don't have all of your skills in PVP. Everything kind of is mushed together. Okay. Yeah, that was was the one thing that seemed odd to me, but I I need to get in there and play with it and see if it's really like, it seems odd. Yeah, it's probably fun. It was just like, "Ah, it's kind of weird. And I entered a queue. I I forgot what I queued for, but I was there for like an hour and a half and it never popped. And this has been about a year and a half ago at this point. Yeah, it depends on what time, too. Yeah. And I decided it's not worth it. I think it was already. I don't don't remember any details about it. I just remember a long queue. I got bored and I I logged off. (laughs) That's like all I I remember. Is there a a level uh, minimum that you need for Frontline? Is that like a max level um, content? Yeah, or? PvP in general, um, you can go in practically naked, and you can start at level 30. Okay. 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 Gear doesn't matter in PvP. I mean, you can go in with armor or no armor, and you're still going to do about the same. It's, just, it's basically all skill. Okay, so they kind of normalize it, I guess? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I mean, that'll give you something to try out, Soloist, because I know that yeah. you've been wanting to... On that point, though, they did say something about new PvP modes coming, and we neither one of us are really into it. Did uh, 
was that exciting to you? Is that something you were expecting? Uh, the, I, what is it, smaller PvP modes or something like that? I, I wasn't really clear on that myself. Well, the rumor between the people like myself and others who do Feast is that the rumor is they might remove Feast to bring in a more casualized uh, scene to bring people into PvP. Because a lot of people, I guess, have a lot of controversy with the current modes and maybe wait times and stuff like that. So, I mean, my theory, if they're bringing in a smaller but introduction, it might be ranked front lines. We really don't know about what's going on. It could be anything at this rate. So I can't really speculate on a whole lot of things that I don't really know. I'm interested in it just as, you know, because that's what I do in the game. I don't do rating, but I do ranked feast and stuff so hearing that we're getting another mode it's interesting to me so we just have to wait and see if they talk about it maybe at fan fest you know yeah that's where i would think we would maybe get some more of that uh because i don't think that would be something like a live letter because those usually don't cover that far out right so you'd probably be looking for another one of the events probably when they announce the second melee job maybe i don't know they might. We'll just have Probably to see. Best, I think. So, so PvP is is your thing. So you are you not yeah. really into raiding or any of that stuff? Do you? I I'm assuming you do raid. MFU and stuff like that. But sometimes, yeah. I mean, the majority of my tomes and stuff comes from PvP. So, okay. I mean, I used to raid like in Heavensward. I used to do Savage on content and all the extremes. It's just, I guess, in my case, it's just a little bit. Not as randomized for my tastes. A lot of it's okay. just a memorize as you go, and it it's just not interesting to me. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's the definitely the the benefit you get from PvP is it's different every time. I I actually like the the structure because it's more relaxing for me. I like knowing okay, if I know the mechanics, I don't have to like sweat too much until of course the healer goes down and as red mage, everyone starts yelling if I haven't already started casting the uh, the res. But. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what about you, Ray? Do you, you kind of in the same boat, you do mainly PVP or what are you, what are you interested in? Um, I'm actually more casual at the moment. I've been, uh, leveling my gatherers, for example. I just finished getting all those to 80. I'm going to start okay. doing crafting. I've also been clearing other things on the side cause I'm not quite as accomplished as Carista is at this moment. I still have jobs I can level up. In fact, I, I was uh, recently working on Gunbreaker for tanking because uh, I used to do Paladin with another character of mine, and that was all right until a certain point in Heaven's Ward where I had a dramatic event and decided to take a break from that. So then oh, I, no. I <laughs> yeah, let's just say there was a time in the vault that wasn't very fun. <laughs> yeah, say no more. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, from there I went to Summoner and then Red Mage, and I've been in love with that ever since again, because, you know, Red Mage all the way. Yeah, same. <laughs> I love the balance between the light and dark magic and the physical skills. Yeah, I, I just love how Red Mage flows. Like, the, the rotation isn't really complicated, but it feels so fluid to me. I just, it, everything feels, it, like, perfect for the, the Red Mage fantasy in my head, so. yeah. A lot of fun with the skill chain too. Once you max up your red mage bar. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I I am also pretty casual. Like I said, I've I've got a small kid, so I don't really have that much time. 
So I I usually just focus on the one job. Like right now, I'm doing the whole uh, Boja grind, just trying to get my weapon, and I'm stuck on the castrum because you can't get more than ten people to try that these days. But uh, yeah, yeah, we were uh, delving into that a little. Yeah, <laughs> Boja's fun though. Like if I've got like. 45 minutes, I can feel like I got a decent amount done. It's just once I hit that castrum like block, it's like, I guess I'm stuck here till 48 people feel like running this again. So, yeah, I'm actually working up my rank with that, but I believe Carista's finished it. Yeah, I did the castrum the other day, about 30 out of 48 uh, participated. And we, we, we did pretty good. We, we got our clear, but okay. I, haven't gone back no <laughs> well, yeah I, I don't think they have a reason to either i think they're no. trying to hot fix something in but we had 22 and we, we we wiped on the first boss i went up top and was doing okay but the bottom screwed up and killed all of us so and then everybody left so it was like okay well i guess i'm not getting this today yeah you lose a lot of metal per death too so yeah yeah so then i bounced out i still have one more raid to do. I don't do savage raids. I just, I really don't have the time to like dedicate to it, but I do like to at least do the normal raids to get the story and all that. Yeah, we've and, done that. Uh, I still have the last one to do, uh, whatever it's called eternity. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I've got the last one of that to do. So I started working on that instead, but cool. Okay. So how long have you guys been playing? Like since the, the 1.0 days or did you come in with the realm reborn or, yeah, actually, I beta tested 1.0 because I was a longtime player on 11. Okay, that same boat here, actually. Yeah, they they sent me the email one day saying, hey, we're uh, starting a new MMO project. We wanted to see if you'd like to beta test. Yeah, why not? So did you stick with it, though, like after all that? Mostly, yeah. I mean, at that point, I was just getting into like work and... Being on my own, because I'd moved out of state a few years before, so I was sort of in and out, but I stuck with it most of the way up until the very end. Okay. And, uh, of course, they uh, brought me back for baiting A Realm Reborn, so I went in with that, even though they kind of messed up my character structure somehow. They ended up splitting my account. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. But I'm still considered a legacy character, so I don't mind that, really. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I did the same boat. Like, I, I was a beta tester. I bought, like, the collector's edition. Yeah. But the yep. more I played, I just, it, it it was turning me off. Like, I just really wasn't, I was one of those people that wasn't liking 1.0. I mean, it was a fascinating concept, but it was frustrating at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. I, I thought that same thing. The maps were so huge, for one thing. Oh, yeah. And, forever getting from one side to the other. Yeah. And and eventually I ended up quitting and I came back here and there. Like after a realm reborn, I, I would come back for a couple months, come back for a couple months, but I didn't actually get like really back into this game until the end of like Stormblood. And like when Shadowbringers was coming out, it's like, okay, I'm going to actually give this game a shot. I was still like in ARR level 30 or something. Mm-hmm. And something at this time just clicked and I went straight through. But I am not considered a legacy character. I must have made a new account somewhere along the way. Do you think it doesn't count if you're not paying towards it regularly? I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, 
dedication um, fees. Yeah, dedication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be a legacy. You made an account, and you didn't pay it for three years or whatever. I have something to do that. What no way, you, Jose. You, you same boat or? Uh, no, I actually started around October fourth, twenty thirteen. A friend of mine uh, that I knew from Final Fantasy eleven actually recruited me over to come play it, and I've been playing it like ritually ever since. So, so yeah. It was around ARR. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how I I don't know how I didn't get hooked. Like I don't know what the difference was when I came back at the end of Stormblood. It's just something clicked with me different than before. And then once I played through ARR, I was like, how did I how did the how was there a time in my life where I didn't think this was amazing? Like <laughs> I don't I don't know. I think it's because that's when they introduced Red Mage was in Stormblood. That did piqued my interest I, I, i'm not gonna lie it gave me a goal because i was leveling uh lancer and that did give me a goal i was like oh red mage at 50 oh, i can get to 50 and then that you know what you're probably right that's probably what it was <laughs> nah, i wouldn't blame you <laughs> i do love me some red mage i was really i was really hoping i would because the worst thing that could have happened to me is i get there and i just didn't click with red mage because then i would have been like well crap but, i will admit it is different from the uh, feel of 11's red mage but still it 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 encapsulates the essence very well Uh, yeah uh, i agree i actually think i like it a little bit better i i did like the support kind of aspect that we played in 11 but since there's not really room for that in 14 i i like the the way they went with it yeah yeah i'd say they balanced it out pretty well all right so (laughs) <laughs> been a big long build up to this. Uh, I did actually bring you on here to talk about you know your project and what you're doing. Although I have really enjoyed talking to you just about Final Fantasy in general. So let's let's talk about this for a bit. This Faces okay. of Eorzea that you've got going on. This is how I found you. I found you on Twitter. Uh, you were doing. I, I think somebody I followed retweeted you and you were doing one of your giveaways. Uh-huh. Um, so I did win one of those giveaways and it's been proudly been displayed as my. Uh, Twitter handle ever since because it was amazing. And then I just, you know, I, I asked if you wanted to come on the show and talk about it and you graciously said yes. So let's like, let's talk about that for a minute. And that's okay. what led us here. <laughs> that's the background. <laughs> so, yeah. So how did this start? Like what, what, what made you decide, you know what? I want to draw portraits of all these different characters of, of people's final fantasy 14 characters. Like how, how did you come to that idea? All right, so I went seven years without drawing, and during the COVID, there was really not a whole lot else that I could do either. So I figured, well, what's something that I could do to pass the time? Well, I guess I could get back into art. And I started out when I was doing, I think, season 15 of Feast. I was asking some of the people that were ranking, hey, can I like draw your portrait for free? I want to get back into art. I have nothing else to draw. It, it would help me build back up. So after I did like 30-some portraits of some of the people like Sir and Brian and some other top names, I was like, huh, well, this is interesting. People can use them as icons. Well, I guess that's what I'll go into. So then I started like hanging around some of the nightclubs across Crystal Data Center and wheedling in some of my art with that if anybody wanted it. And then I'm like, okay, well, this is actually going somewhere. So I decided to make a website and I was like, well, what could I name it? Well, Faces of Eorzea made sense at the time. And so I was asking Ray, I said, well, what do you think about this? And he's like, yeah, this is really cool. Yeah, I could see this going somewhere. And I'm like, well, should I expand maybe going to Twitter? And he's like, yeah, you can give it a try. So here we are. 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because Twitter, Twitter's how we kind of came across you, and I think it really helps to kind of spread, you know, your your messaging, even to people who, you know, because otherwise you probably wouldn't find people in different data centers and stuff like that either. Right. But yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a great idea. I mean, we we pick up a couple people just on Twitter too. It's just it's such a like a force right now to kind of be reckoned with, but. And all, honestly, Faces of Eorzy, I think, is the perfect name. It's catchy. Oh, yeah. It's it's memorable. And it, yeah, I mean, I think that's the perfect name for for what you're doing. Yeah. So so that's interesting. So you actually got started from the PvP side of it. Yeah. So that just mm-hmm. opens up doors. Look, Soloist, you need to be doing PvP. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm looking <laughs> I'm looking right here on my other monitor at some of uh, at your Twitter page. These are amazing, but I I just want to ask Wolfkins, can you imagine if one of these was made for my character before I used my <laughs> thing to switch to a Makote? I got to tell you, um, because you two don't know, my character looks like, like it, it looked like if you booted up a Nintendo Wii and you went to the Mii Maker and you just hit done and didn't customize it. Like it was the most <laughs> generic looking person on the planet. It, and it had been hilarious, but these are absolutely amazing artworks. Like a hundred percent. They are great. I, I think that she probably could have even made your guy look cooler. Yeah, but but he's, he's not joking. He needed his, it. <laughs> his original character looked yeah, really yeah. bad. And she's done some really interesting characters too. <laughs> So yeah, I I've looked through a couple of them just at the artwork that you've done, and of course I I like all the art, but I will see some characters and I'll be like, huh, that's some interesting choices they went with. Yeah, on their you're like, design. you're <laughs> like, hey, you left your um, Moogle head on. Yeah, I know. Uh, do you want to take it off? No. <laughs> like, that's basically. It. I'm like, do you want any alterations? Do you want this? No, I want this added. And then some people, it's like, I'm not dissing people for their mods, because some people, I mean, they got some pretty cool creations. But then it's like, you get this one, it's got like blue lips, red skin, green and pink hair, <laughs> yeah. and multicolored <laughs> horns. And I'm like, well, this is a really cool character, but I'm not, I'm not trying to joke, but did your character graduate from clown school? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's cool. I'll draw anybody, but you know. Yeah. I guess some people they they really want to stand out, so it, you capture that for them, and they're like, "Oh wow, you did it so right!" They're like, "Wow, look at the horn details. You did this so perfect." I'm like, "Well, that's what I try to do. I try. You give me what you want, and I'll I'll produce it." Yeah, I mean that I kind of had the same thought when I got mine back. I was like, "Wow, this this captured like exactly like what I wanted." Because uh, we talked a little bit and. Talking about the the Moogle the Moogle hat, she, she did in fact say, "Hey, you have a hat on. Do you want to leave that on?" And I said, "Oh yeah, I'm a red mage. It's definitely part of it." But like, just everything down to like, just oh the, yeah, the, the look on his face, the way the hair falls. It's just it was everything I was looking for. I just passed the one with you in it. Yeah, it looks uh, super you? good. What's yeah. in my Twitter handle forever? You don't you oh. don't follow me on Twitter, do you? <laughs> I'm about to unfollow you on Twitter. I'll tell you that. <laughs> as long as you still follow the show, that's fine. I don't need you to follow me. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking at some of these. I think the most recent one, uh, I don't know whose character it is, and that we don't really need to, but I really like the, the you've got these grids of like four by two. The third one on the top, I think that one just, that one came out really well. Like, I like their character. You know what I'm talking about? Like the way they design their character. So that kind of right. stands out without looking like super goofy to me. Uh, <laughs> well, 
you know, not, none of them really look goofy, but uh, <laughs> there are some that I'm like, that's an interesting mog. <laughs> so. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I think some people make their characters look goofy because they want to stand out. And oh, yeah. I do know for a fact that even though on our side, like, I don't use mods. So on my end, it may look really strange, but then they give you the picture of their character, and it's like, oh, okay, it makes more sense why you have your character exactly like this. On your end, it looks pretty daggone good. Yeah. <laughs> on my end, I'm like, point. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. You know, those are probably the same people that have names like Dunkin' Donuts as their first and last name or whatever, because you always find those people in dungeons, and you're like, that's it's just such caramel. a jokey name. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I got I got into um I did a main scenario earlier and somebody's name was Real Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> and, and, oh, I've seen him. And he was okay. he was a Lollafell and he had that hairdo that looks <laughs> like his that goes out and he just started talking, you know, being an obvious somebody who would name themselves that, acting like that in chat. And I ran a main scenario roulette with one tank, two healers and three DPS because wow. people kept leaving oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i've waited too long <laughs> i'm yeah. finishing this that's funny yeah you sometimes i'll get some real funny names and sometimes you get some names that you're like how did that make it past the censors because yeah that's pushing it yeah, yeah i've seen some pretty ridiculous names a long time ago when i used to be on aether and i was on genova and i kind of don't want to say the name out loud it's a little bit too vulgar but i'm surprised that the person never got banned so. yeah that's probably fair we try to keep the show pg yeah. so i can't yeah. even read, it, it was it was bad I can't even read <laughs> off the names of some of these people yeah yeah exactly so yeah. you mentioned you do twitter uh, is that is that your main source of advertising or how else do you get i mean you said you you hang out at some of the nightclubs and stuff which yeah. i never yeah. would have thought of but that makes perfect sense uh, but do you yeah. have other avenues yeah. apart from the website um, well, besides Twitter and I guess, you know, advertising at clubs and in-game party finder, I guess the, I guess the biggest thing would be I use discord for a lot of my advertisement. Okay. Okay. So you guys have like a, like a, a I guess company, do you consider We're it a not, company? We don't have one directly, but we have a, yeah. Oh, well we have a free company. Yes. But as far as discord goes, we don't have a main channel for the, artwork project but we do have various channels that we get to place posts in and advertise right okay. i also okay. go around in game and i'll do shout outs and like say the uh msq roulette for example when you have moments where you can talk in between the cutscenes and stuff yeah oh yeah while you're waiting for them to talk <laughs> for netflix roulette that's what yeah, that no, basically yeah <laughs> but we'll get to chatting and stuff and eventually i'll bring in the uh, art concept and then let them know at the end where they can find Parista's page and check that's it really out. Smart. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, it works sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're always going to tell what a hundred people and you'll pick up a couple, but e even the couple you pick up is it's nice. I mean, same, same for us. Like, you know, I'll, I'll shout to my Tom blue in the face about our show and our website, but you know, when you pick up that one or two extra listeners, you're like, okay, it, it oh, works. Yeah. You know, like I still feel good about that. So, yeah, you'd be surprised, honestly, how that can be quite effective. I, I even met a couple of uh, YouTubers just talking oh, really? about stuff like that. Yeah, uh, oh, Lightning Ko, nice. for example, is a streamer that does a lot of 14 content, amongst other things. And I, I met him one day going through Praetorium, 
I traded off with him, um, another person that was on Twitch, and I gave them Carista's info for the project. It, it was actually a really good conversation, too. I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's nice. I, I'm guilty of being one of those people that, like, if it's something of content I've done a bunch, kind of just, like, doing it, maybe having something on in the background, I'm kind of guilty of not really engaging too much with Chad. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, definitely... I usually have that on the back burner myself. You know, I'll have something on YouTube or maybe a Netflix show that I'm trying to catch up with. But, yeah, if I see people talking, then I'll engage with them and have a conversation about whatever. Yeah. It also depends on, like, uh, what, what PlayStation I'm on. So we have two uh, because we got one super cheap and we just needed it for, like, a like a Netflix bot, mm-hmm. but I don't have a, uh, it's in our main, it's in our living room and I don't have that, like my keyboard hooked up. So I'll sometimes run stuff there and people are chatting. I'm like, it's not worth putting in the keyboard <laughs> uh, yeah. on my controller. Yeah, I not understand. Worth not worth it at all. <laughs> so, yeah, but no, yeah, I get I mean, that. I mean, I've got a keyboard myself and mouse set up for the PS4 just so I can chat, but, it's not often I want to actually drag it out of its shelf just to be like, oh, hey, what's up? So, yeah, do you guys play on PS4 or PC? or? I play on PC. Okay. I have the As option do to I. do either or, but I primarily play on the PS4. Yeah, I'm the same way. I've got it. I've spent so much money on this game. I've got it on both. I got the shadow bringer. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you're paying. I know you're paying. It, it, it's almost like a compulsion. Like, I was like, okay, I play it 90% of the time on my PS4. I don't need this for PC. And then they'll be like, Shadowbringer sell 50% off. And I'm like, here's my credit card number. So yeah. I have it on everything. Right. But I don't have a mouse. I do have the, the Bluetooth keyboard, which is really nice though. So, I mean, oh, I, I really? usually get that out when I play it's yeah, it's super easy to just, okay. I hit like control, it connects and then I'm good to go. So, you know, yeah, that's, that's actually a really clever way to go about it. Do you just I've, do like I've, a, like a USB? Yeah, it's a wireless USB dongle for a Logitech set. Yeah, I was having trouble with my wireless one. It would it would like only pick up every now and then. I'm, I had a cheap one. And then I was com- I complained about it so much that my wife just ordered me a Bluetooth. <laughs> she's like, I ordered you a keyboard. Here you go. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And she's like, no, thank you for not ever talking about this again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been amazing. Like I, I love my my Bluetooth keyboard, and it makes it a lot easier to chat and stuff in game. Yeah, I get that because I believe the Bluetooths tend to have a better range and uh, reception. Yeah, I think that was my issue. I think I was just sitting a little too far away for the for the USB keyboard because it would I would like type out the word Final Fantasy, and it would get like F N L A T Y, and I was like, oh, God, wow. this is not worth it. Yeah, I get that entirely. F N L A T Y. How are you? How are you spelling it? F N L A T Y. Final F I N A L. It was getting every okay. couple. Yeah, letters. no, I was I was mixing up the A and T. I was like, wait. I was I was trying to make a joke at your expense, but it's backfiring fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you this is one like of those moments. Idiot. This is one of those moments you say cut that, but it ends up in the final product anyway. <laughs> yeah. So so you guys have a lot more power with cut. Soloist has next to none. He'll be like, cut this, and I'll be like, mm, I don't think I'm gonna. 
And then there's other times where I'll be like, I'm going to cut this. He says, you better not. And I'll be like, mm, I think I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. I have no power. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. That's, oh. that's the, the beauty of being the editor on this thing. <laughs> ah. Okay. So that's, that's interesting. I mean, that actually gives me some good ideas. Not that I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to mine you for ideas or anything, but uh, just, you know, getting the word out about our show too. Cause I, I think you're right in game. Cause first of all, you know, when you do that, you really kind of connect with the people before it, it, you don't feel just like an advertisement. Right. You know, like if yeah. you're talking to them, you feel more like, Oh, I like this person. I'll check out their work and not just like the people that, sh- you know, the, the gold farmers that you're just like, Oh, you see the ad and you move on. I think the way that you're going about it is a lot, probably more efficient and personable too. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that idea. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Best way to network is to be social. Yeah, we try to be as social as we can with everybody, you know, give or take. Sometimes it has its lashbacks, but, you know, it's very... Yeah, yeah the there's always those kind of people. Yeah, yeah. That's, it, it's very <laughs> minimum. That's good. I mean, most of our our outreach kind of happens on Twitter. I'm usually on there just trying to, uh, I guess, piggyback off of the, the hashtags, you know, that are trending and stuff like that. And just commenting on other people's stuff or retweeting stuff and just... Uh, you know, that way we're kind of being seen, just getting kind All of right. the, the word yeah. out there. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah I just, uh, we, ha- I piggybacked off the Valentine's Day uh, hashtag over the weekend. Yeah, quite a bit, I noticed. Well, <laughs> I was on Valentine's Day and I kept getting on Twitter like, here's another one. There's another one. So <laughs> I had this idea. I had, I thought it was a good idea. You leave me alone. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. Because oh, normally we do, we do like a holiday themed episode. We did one at Thanksgiving. And I thought it would be fun to do one for Valentine's Day, but with the announcement showcase and the way things worked out, we didn't get to. So, uh, you know, uh, I figured I would just take the day and kind of just spotlight different uh, couples or different love connections throughout Final Fantasy. Thanks My for original... clarifying, because Quenna and food <laughs> is not a couple. That is a totally one-sided relationship. <laughs> True. <laughs> my my <laughs> idea of, originally was to do 14. Uh, I did not get there. I got to like eight uh, because I was very busy. But, you know, I just thought it was fun. I mean, it's, it's stuff like that that I think at least I, we picked up an a follower to just, you know, fun stuff like that. But it was just fun for me all day to be like, OK. And then I would try to find like a cute little quote that went with the couple or something. So you know, it's, that's the kind of fun stuff I do. But I you, I should probably do more in game because that's where yeah i never thought about doing that at all i mean that sounds like a great idea yeah so how does this work then so you uh you you basically do commissions right so you're open to commissions and they just come to you they they say hey here's what i'm thinking now do you have like a flat commission fee or does it vary based on like the level of complexity that they're looking for or or how do you how do you run it's a flat fee of 20 usd um, I do let some of my Hrothgar commissioners understand that they take the longest and that if they can or if they want, they're more than willing to tip. I pretty much just say it out of habit that if people want to tip, they can, but it's not mandatory. Some portraits do take a little longer than others. So people need to understand that while I can draw some in about one to two hours, some can take four to five hours. But yeah, flat fee. Okay, so so what's the I guess the easiest for you to draw then? Would it be the the Probably heroes? Probably Lalafell. Or... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Lalafell and Viera seem to be the easiest because they, out of all the races, have like the biggest eyes, 
And so it's easier to color and draw those in. And with with the Viera, you don't even see their ears. And Makote as well. So mm-hmm. every, everybody is pretty easy to draw, except for the male, all raw, because they have more scales than the females. Okay. And Hrothgar, because I'm not too familiar with drawing uh, animals in general. So okay. it takes a little longer. She's come a long way since Hrothgar were introduced. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at one of your more recent ones, and if you hadn't said anything, I would have never known, because I think it looks great. Yeah, one of my earlier Hrothgars looked a little bit flat, but they're starting to get, they're starting to look a little better. <laughs> I, I can, I mean, I am not very artistic at all, <laughs> so uh, everything I say is just purely speculative here, but I, I can see why they might be the hardest. They do have, I mean, just the looking fur. at them, yeah, the fur, and then yeah. just the way their face is, is structured, Yeah. I, I could see them being more difficult, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a face that stands out amongst the rest. I, I really like that race. The problem I have is I played a Hume back in 11, mm. and my I, I made my character in 14 to look basically the exact same. In my head, he's like the continuation of the same character. So right, I'll never change. Right. When they introduced the Hrothgar, I was like, oh, I love this race. And I was like, can't can't do it. Can't do it. This is my guy. <laughs> Been my guy since 2008. Is that when 11 came to the U.S.? I don't know. Uh, but so I was like, yeah, this is this is my guy. I, I can't change. So, but I do want to ask you this. You had mentioned uh, you started this project after like a seven year hiatus from from yeah. drawing. So what did you do before? Like how how did you are did you go to school for drawing? Are you just naturally talented? Is this what you've been doing? Or what? Well, I guess what's your backstory? <laughs> Well, I mean, I've been drawing for over 20-some years, um, but when I went on that seven-year leave, before that, I actually was drawing uh, portraits for the National Hockey League and some of their reporters, or I guess you would say side reporters that did articles for pages that were under or affiliated with the National Hockey League. And some of the portraits I did ended up being football portraits, and one of them is on the Washington Post. But they ended up taking a really long time to do, so I kind of just slowly drifted away from drawing sports art in general and just came to a point that I was just not really drawing as much. It it was just, it it was exhausting. And between caretaking for my grandmother, it it was kind of, I don't really know, tiring. uh, Yeah, like burnt out or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it made me not want to really draw. I just lost all motivation for it for like the longest time. So, and well, before that, I was drawing a lot of anime, but then I started wanting to get into drawing realism and then they became too close to photos and everybody's all like, I can't tell if this is a photo or real. What'd you do? Steal this? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> like, oh my God. Well, I, I do want to say you had, uh, you had sent us uh, an example of an article, the the Washington Post article that you uh, mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes just in case people are interested to check that out. Okay. I, I will say when I first saw it, I, I didn't really, like, I thought it was a picture. And then I, I looked at it again. I was like, oh my God. And then you had mentioned, you had mentioned that you used to spend a lot of time. It, so is this, is this accurate? Because the headline says it took 141 yeah. hours. It took uh, about a month and a half to draw because the reporter who wrote it, uh, Ben Sumner, who I actually still talk to and we follow each other on my Final Fantasy XIV account. 
Yeah, he uh, said uh, about a month and a half before, he's all like, uh, do you want to draw this and I can write the article and feature it? And he had to call and ask me a few questions to put into the article. But yeah, that is about when I stopped drawing portraits after I realized how long I clocked it. And it took me 141 hours to get it to look very, very similar to Robert Griffin himself with the photo that the reporter gave to me as a reference. And I'm like, okay, no, I cannot be spending 141 hours on a drawing. That's just, I mean, yeah, it looks so good, but oh gosh, it was so exhausting. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever worked 141 hours on anything in my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm surprised, just as surprised as you, and I think Ben was even more surprised, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you had mentioned, uh, you know, people saying, oh, this is this a photo? Did you steal that? And first of all, I think that's, whoever's saying that is totally looking at this the wrong way. The fact that you're able to draw something that looks that I had to do a double take to realize wasn't, wasn't a photograph. I think it, she should be praised for that. I mean, this is amazing. Like I could never do anything like this in my entire life. This is, this is great. This is really great. I am sorry. It took you 141 hours, but it looks really good. Oh, it's okay. I mean, there's always going to be art skeptics. So, I mean, I'm not really worried if somebody wants to talk smack about my work. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. It's just, how does one artist to another take those opinions and do they get mad? And I'm like, "Eh, I don't really care. You're not the one that bought it. (laughs) Well, that's, that's, I think, a very good attitude. I sometimes have trouble with, uh, with, with certain types of criticism, but I think you have a good attitude about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think the talent speaks for itself here. I mean, when you look at this, and when you look at, and, and what to me is is so interesting is how different the styles are, because you have you know when you're doing the fourteen characters, they're not as like hyper realistic as this one, but it's they, they both look so unique and good. And again, I'm not I'm not like an art critic or an art person, so I'm just speaking as someone who like has eyes. <laughs> But I find it impressive that your style can shift so, so different and still like look so good because, you know, a lot of people have a style and it's hard for them to break out of that. But it seems like you have a lot more range than than some of the other artists that I know. Well, can't really draw anime to a T. So I kind of meet it in the middle. It's either I can do hyper realism, which is like the sports photos that I've done. Or I can do what I'm doing about right now, which is kind of the the style that I guess I was going for to look like the characters in game. I didn't really want to divert into a style that didn't actually look like the characters that I was drawing. I mean, that's just what I was going for. Well, that's fair. I mean, I think, and it, it helps too, I think Final Fantasy fourteen has kind of a more realistic looking style yeah. than some of the other MMOs. Like if you compare it to WoW, WoW is very cartoony. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things that actually turned me off about WoW when I first saw it come out. It's like, really? Yeah. To me, it's it's one of those things to where the art style, I, I don't know if I'm just used to it. It fits that game, but I do prefer the way that Final Fantasy has taken their MMOs. I like the, uh, like 11 for the time. Look had the more realistic look, and fourteen yeah. has that more realistic look, and I like that. Mm-hmm. And going back to what we talked about in the beginning, that's why I prefer like eight and seven over like nine, because nine had a little bit of that more cartoony art style. Yeah. And I just prefer the the more realistic. 
I think it's yeah. because they were trying to appeal to younger crowds too, to help draw them in. And then but, after yeah. they came out with ten, that's when they just it's boosted like that realism. hyperism uh, realism. Yes. Yeah, they they kind of that's a good point because they never really went back after that. And yeah. you know, going forward, even I think Final Fantasy sixteen has a very fourteen vibe with its uh have you seen From what the- i've seen yeah it does, yeah yeah so I, I, they kind of seem to have found like the the style they enjoy i guess i which i like so i mean i know some people don't like that they're not varying things as much but i like how 14 looks so i liked how 16 looked too so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing more of that as it develops yeah, me too. Uh, just a quick note for the listeners. Uh, Soloist did have some issues with his power. Uh, we're having some some bad weather here, so he will not be on the rest of this episode in case you wondered why he just stopped talking. Just wanted to let you know. All right. Well, that's, man, yeah, that, this is this is all super, super interesting. I Man, I'm still hung up on this 141 hours. <laughs> oh. So, so... Apart from the faces of a orgy, is there any kind of other art that you enjoy doing? Like, do you do you draw for fun? Do you have any other things that you do? I know you probably don't do the the sports drawing anymore, but is there anything else outside of this, or is this kind of your main uh, focus right now? Well, I mean, I still do some sketches of sports stuff, but it's more like really quick doodle, like five, ten minute sketches just on paper while I'm either waiting in queue for a dungeon or something. But the majority of all of my work right now is primarily putting all of my focus into the Faces of Aorzia project. So as of right now, that's pretty much all I'm really doing. So Okay. Well, I, I noticed that you guys have been more su- like getting a lot of success lately. I think you just passed, what, 5,000 followers on Twitter? Yeah. And over 500 commissions. Oh, 500 commissions. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did the 5-5 five, five deal. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was the five five five, I could order us some dominoes. <laughs> yeah, that worked out. Wow, five hundred commissions. That's that's awesome. So, yeah. how when did you start this up? Um, I think I started it around April tenth, uh, twenty twenty, when season okay. fifteen was going on, and that's kind of when I started the first thirty some portraits. I had previously, before that, done a few icons for some close friends. But I wasn't really thinking about it at the time of, oh, I should, you know, f- pursue this, further this. It didn't really start clicking until about April that I think this might actually go somewhere. It's people, people like them and people like art that they can actually make use of. So that's how, it, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, the the art you can make use of because it was perfect for like a, a Twitter handle or your Discord, or Discord handle yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And it, I mean, before that I had like just kind of generic thing I threw together. And then when I got mine back, I was like, oh, this is, this is perfect. Like this could be my, this is my handle now. Like, and you know, I think also, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how other people do it, but I, I also really like D and D. So I'm, I'm big into D and D and I use the final fantasy character creator to design my characters. So like I yeah. I will go in and just like make a new character kind of like design out my characters and take portraits of that. It would be awesome for that too. <laughs> just like a uh, little little drawings that you could have for uh you know to bring at the table and be like this is what my character looks like. There you oh, go. Yeah, simple little profile picture. Yeah. 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 You're right. You they're useful. You can use them all over the place. Mm-hmm. They are very versatile. So is there one that has been your favorite 
Like, is there one character that's kind of stood out like, hey, I'm going to remember this one because it was just either unique or just fun to draw? Oh, yeah. Assuming it wasn't a No. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. It was a blue Makote that I drew. I guess it was maybe my around 200 and some commission. Um, it was actually a little, I want to say a little blue mermaid Makote. It had a little seashell in her hair. And she had glowing bluish white eyes that one stood out to me the most it was one of the more interesting takes because okay. you don't really see many people in or on across twitter in the 14 community that rp as mermaids a few people do and those characters always like strike me as oh that's very interesting where'd you get that mod <laughs> so when oh, somebody yeah. came forth and wanted that i was like oh yeah i'm definitely gonna draw that oh that's so cool looking yeah that's that's neat i uh i might have to try to find that one just scrolling through your Twitter. <laughs> it's one of the earlier pieces. Well, maybe earlier, midway, somewhere between okay. there. I can always link it to you later if you can't find it. Yeah, if you've got it, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it because that does sound interesting. Now, you mentioned a couple of times tonight the RP. Now, do you do you RP in game or? I no? have, and I I have a continuing story that I use for some of my past characters. I don't currently really. RP with Carista a whole lot. I don't really have a story built up for her, but me and Ray have dabbled in stories and we have a continuing story that we started about two or three years ago. So, Ray, you oh, want to cool. elaborate on that? <laughs> I mean, you pretty much said everything about it. <laughs> I want me to go into details about the characters that are involved. Yeah, if you well, want to. I mean, if you feel like sharing, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. I mean, if you want to talk about any of your characters, I just know that's something that we both share, and that's kind of how we met. <laughs> oh, that did you, did you meet through Final Fantasy fourteen? We did. Yeah. yeah, we did. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, May sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how? Yeah. Okay. Well, now we got to talk about it. We got since <laughs> since you met on Final Fantasy fourteen, <laughs> it is now directly related. I got to hear the story. If you want to share, <laughs> if you want to share, I, I got to hear it. Yeah, I guess I can start it. Uh, I was basically just wandering around in Gridania, and I had just moved over to Marlboro with a couple of friends of mine. We had previously were on Mateus, and we used to have an RP guild over there, but we brought him over here. And, well, those people don't really play anymore, but story short, I met Ray. He was out by the Aetherite, and I was just like randomly clicking search infos, and I was like, "Oh, hey, this guy over here RPs. Let's see what he's about." And just started like poking at him, like, "Hey, hey, you!" <laughs> I was like, "What's up?" Basically, yeah, because I was over on Sargatonis, uh mostly at the time with uh, another character of mine, but the group there was getting kind of sour. And I wanted to take things in a different direction with my uh, gaming experience because it was mostly about grinding, raiding, all mm -hmm. that stuff with the uh, free company. I, I'd been RPing for a while myself, and I didn't really have anybody in-game yet that I could do that sort of thing with. So I kind of hopped around with some of the alts that I had accumulated. Because I've looked at uh, EU and Japanese servers as well, along with uh, the different data centers for U.S., so I went back to one that I had created a year before over on Malboro, popped in, and happened to see Carista and her friends sitting over there on the other side of the Aether, right? The next thing I know, they're shouting over at me, hey, you come over here. <laughs> <laughs> and so and yeah, that was it. Huh? You, just, you walked over, and then uh, the rest we is got, history. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we got into 
our experiences with RP. Yeah. And ended up liking what we heard on both sides. So we all got along. Krista and I ended up developing into great friends. And, of course, the rest is history. <laughs> that's awesome. That That's that's great. Yeah, I was going to ask, you know, you know, I've toyed back and forth with asking, how did you guys meet? And wasn't sure. But once you mentioned it was Final Fantasy XIV related, I figured yeah. the story has got to come out. Oh, yeah. I like that. So, yeah, so RP, I guess, really did... Uh, <laughs> You really, really did kind of bring you guys together. So that's, I've never actually done it, but now I'm married, so I don't really need to, I guess. <laughs> uh, that's a fair point. <laughs> well, our RP, it was strictly for story driven. I know some people use it as a way to actually meet people, like in a relation wise. We didn't yeah. get to that development until like months later after we had already established a, a well written story so yeah i don't know why like i said i i love D. like i love that see i've never done that i want to though i have it's been so long though uh okay if you want to play D, i will run a game for you i love i mean if you want to do like a one shot i will definitely do that i play D all the time <laughs> all right but, yeah, that'd be down. i mean i i had gotten up into epic levels at one point oh really what edition were you playing I believe that was either 3.5 or right at the beginning of 4. Okay. I, I mainly do 5. I, I like 5e. Uh, it's what I've been running since it came out. And it's just simpler, and it focuses more on, like, getting into the game and stuff. Okay. But, like, I love RP. Like, I love role-playing. I love picking up a character. I'm not joking, by the way. If you ever wanted to do a one-shot, I'm totally down. And I know Soloist plays in my games, too, so he would play, too. But we can we can talk about that late, like in DMs if you want, because I just love D&D. So uh, maybe I'll reach out to you. So <laughs> don't lose my number. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, that. we're totally unfriending you after this article. Yeah, <laughs> I figured as, as soon as this comes out, y'all, I get blocked, and I oh, never yeah. hear from anybody again. Super block. As soon as you hang up, you're like, God. That was the worst <laughs> waste of time in my life. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a very understanding, laid-back person. I think majority of anybody on Crystal will be like, yeah, Crystal's chill as, you know, chill as a penguin. <laughs> yeah, chill as a penguin. I love that. That's great. I've never heard that. Yeah, we're 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 pretty laid-back, too, except, uh, you know, we, we occasionally have the brotherly spat, so... That's to be expected. Oh, yeah, I've got two younger brothers. Yeah. I know how that is. <laughs> I caught a little bit of your episode, too, where you were discussing the different music between uh, the series. Oh, yeah. Like the most and what you didn't like. <laughs> his his was good. I liked his on that one because he's a music educator, so he was coming at it from a, a much more informed like place. Yeah. Uh, so that one was a fun one. If you really want to listen to us kind of get into it, I think when we did our top fives, it literally, I, I mentioned eight, and then I think he goes on for 15 minutes about why he doesn't like it. And I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, dude, you barely let me talk. And it was my <laughs> turn. And then there was one, I don't remember. I ended up cutting half of it out because I was like, we can't do this, dude. We've been going for 20 minutes. But, but we also think that's kind of part of the charm of our show because you definitely cannot hide that we're brothers when we start getting into this stuff and we really don't agree on anything. But, <laughs> I mean, that, that's just sibling rivalry. <laughs> yeah, true. That's just how we do it. And there's there's a little bit of an age difference. There's like nine years. So we're that's also about in, the difference between me and one of my brothers and then it's 14 years with my second brother. So whoa. I'm the oldest. <laughs> You're, yeah, I'm the yeah, oldest too. I'm, I'm actually on the opposite end of that spectrum. 
Yeah, hey, you're my the young sister. one. <laughs> yeah, my sisters are 14 and 18 years older than me. <laughs> wow. See, I thought we had a... My sister, I'm seven years older than, and him, I'm nine years older than. And I thought that was a big age difference, but... Uh, What'd you say? How many years? 14 for one? What was the other one? 14 and 18. 18. Yeah, for wow. me, it's 10 and 14. Yeah. I mean, they're technically half sisters, but. Okay. They're, they're still family to me. I, right. I don't. Yeah. Think. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was weird because my, my brother and sister are a lot closer in age. So they like did everything together. Like they were in high school at the same time. And I'm like already moved out of the house. Mm-hmm. So it's different. It's interesting though, the different perspectives. So that's probably why we agree on absolutely nothing, especially final fantasy stuff. We both love it, but we love different parts of it and different aspects of it. So, you know, we had talked about doing a show for a while and then the pandemic hit and <laughs> he was kind of like, now's the time. And I'm like, all right, sure, let's do it. And here we are. Makes sense. Yeah. It gave me something to do. I've actually really enjoyed it doing the show more than I thought I would even. So it shows, actually. Yeah. I hope so. It's it, Really, it's just something that we think that's fun to do. And uh, I do think it probably makes us do better because we, we kind of take the pressure off ourselves and just like, let's talk Final Fantasy for an hour. I'll edit it and put it up and we'll see what happens. But back to what I was saying. So, like, I do love D&D and I do love role playing. But for some reason, I've just never really gotten into it in the video game aspect. There's like a difference for me for some reason. I don't know what it is, but like with, with 11 and 14, I always kind of just play the game. Like I have like a, a story in my head, like, okay, <clears throat> this is my character. Like I said, I view him as the same character from 11 that somehow has just, he's aged. He has facial hair now. He didn't have that in 11. He's a little older and now he's found himself in Eorzea. But apart from that, I don't do a lot of RP, mm-hmm. but not that I don't, not that I don't want to. I don't know. There's just something, there's like a disconnect when it, where it's a video game for me. That, it's understandable. Uh, it, it is different from uh, doing like a tabletop style RP like D&D or like doing a uh, pure text-based like how uh, IIRC style forum posts used yeah. to work. But it's, it's still pretty fun once you get into it, especially when you uh, start implementing things like the emotes in-game for 11 or 14. Oh, yeah. It actually makes it a lot more interactive, more immersive. Okay, yeah. And th- well, and 14 has so many emotes, too. And oh, yeah. all the different zones that you could go to to make that in-depth connection of wherever your character's at, too. Whether it's in a city or, you know, well, one day on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really helps set up the scene. And Soloist and I had joked a couple episodes back, like, who would buy emotes? Like, who's paying for these? And now that I'm, now talking to you, I'm like, oh, role yeah. players, role players. Yeah. That's who's exactly. buying these emotes. So, exactly. sorry to all the role players if we've disparaged you in previous episodes. Uh, my eyes have been opened. I understand the the why you would spend five dollars on an emote now. You have been enlightened. Sale for their three dollars. <laughs> oh, they're not listening anymore. They got so mad at me for for crapping on that. They stopped listening anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing that's a little bit of a of a mental block is there's just not like when you sit down at a D&D table, everyone's there to kind of role play. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that it's a little more intimidating if you don't already have like a, a community in the game, because I don't want to be the one guy in the dungeon that's like, hey, I'm RPing. And they're like, yeah, we're just we're grinding tomes, man. So, yeah. You got to actually find people to run that with. Oh, no, you definitely want to be with a group if you're going to go into dungeons for that. Although they did kind of make it easier now that you can explore the dungeons without having to deal with 
any of the mobs or mechanics. Yes, the explorer mode, is that what it's yeah. called? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That would be a great way to go through. Yeah, that is a good idea. You know what? I'm going to have to try this now. You've convinced me, I think, to maybe try RPing. I'm going to make Soloist do it with me. He's not here to, to voice his discontent, so he's uh, he's on board. <laughs> hey, I would say come join us sometime if y'all were on Crystal. <laughs> well, we're not, although they did mention in mm-hmm. the announcement showcase that you might be able to visit, so hey, yeah. that yeah. might be something yeah. that could happen in the future. They are definitely working that out. That would be cool. I mean, I think I think anything that you can do on games like this to kind of remove that barrier for people playing together. It helps you reach thing. out. Yeah. yeah. One thing I've always not liked about WoW is we're like 15, 16 years in and they still haven't gotten rid of like the, the faction barrier, which I get why it's there, but it's like, a, like half the player base that I'll just never get to play with, basically. And I've always liked that 14 and 11 have just been like, look, we're all kind of on the same team here. So just personal yeah, preference, yeah. I'd like that better. Yeah, not in the uh, lethal sense like the uh, Alliance and the Horde are. Right, right. And anything you can do, it's an MMO. The more people I have access to play with, I think the better. That's how I see it. Absolutely. So outside of Final Fantasy 14 character portraits, have you thought about doing other like games or is it just 14s where your passion is so that's where you're at but like if somebody came to you was like hey i know you do 14 but i've got this cool wow character this 11 character would you be interested in drawing that or so like what what are your thoughts on that well i have been asked by numerous people that play wow and i will be blunt and yeah i turn them away i I I hate turning people away because it makes me feel like the bad guy, but my passion right now with how everything is going, I would rather stay with 14 until I know that this has hit rock bottom of where I'm not seeing any more uh, influx of followers or commissions coming in or of any interest for that matter. Once I know that there's nothing left that I can do for this game or the community, then I probably will look into what's the next best option. And by the way it's going, I don't think it's going to die out anytime soon, but, you know, I can't foresee the future. I mean, it could die out next week and all of a sudden, flatline, just <laughs> completely die out. And I'd be like, okay, what's my next option? I probably would go into WoW. I know that's a very popular demand game. And I have played it. I, tr- I did a trial and played Hunter for a little while. I and the game too. was all right. I liked I liked the uh, idea of collecting all these really cool exotic pets and some there was a couple of other things in the game that was cool so that would probably be my backup or black desert online so okay there's yeah. options to your point that we've we've mentioned earlier though wow mm-hmm. is a different art style oh, so, yeah. I mean, it, you, it would be an adjustment there i don't know if you would if you it would, would make still it be a... in a realistic style okay yeah. yeah that was my question would you would you maybe bend it back a little more realism like you you were talking or would you try to match the the wow art style if you did do that it would be very similar to what I'm already doing. I would okay. make some examples and say, so like if I was to make like a tauren or an orc or mm, gosh, now I forget some of the other races. Excuse me for not understanding wild too much. <laughs> like but troll, yeah, I, I would, mean, yeah, I would make all of these as samples, like as a starter pack, like here's what the style is going to look like for that race. So if you want it customized to the way that maybe WoW doesn't offer it, or if you do use mods or don't have mods, but you have a vision of what you want your character to look like, do the same thing like I do for 14. We'll make it happen. Okay. 
yeah, but for now, sticking with 14. Yes. Sounds like. Yeah. Only 14 for right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, with the project as it stands, I mean, yeah, she has to focus on this mostly. Yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah, totally understandable. I mean, does this keep you pretty busy? Are you getting? It sounds like you're getting oh, quite a few commissions. Oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty much booked week per week basis. I mean, if people want to have something at where it stands now, that it like a week or two in advance. Now it used to be people could come up to me like, "Oh hey, do you have like a spot open today or tomorrow?" And it used to be like, "Yeah, I could take you in today or tomorrow." Now it's like, "Oh, I can't take you in until like the 19th or the 20th." And they'll either understand or they'll go off and look for somebody else, which yeah. is fine, too. I mean, there's only 30 million or more artists. So have fun. There's always somebody out there. Yeah, but no one's going to match your style. And that's always a good problem to have, too, though, is having too much, you know, too many people to where you never want to turn somebody away. But it's a better problem to have, I would think, than saying, well, I need somebody to fill the next week or so. So it sounds like you're doing really good, though. As of right now, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Let's not jinx it. Sorry, I'm not trying to jinx it. <laughs> well, if I if it happens next week, I know who to blame. <laughs> yeah, you get like no commissions, and you're like, oh, oh no. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still it's still like a roller coaster. There is some weeks there are still lower than others, but it it's been on a slow incline going up the mountain. So we're we're still going up there with all the advertisement and commissions but some weeks are slower than others so now did you see a bump after the announcement showcase mm, well it got uh, us to 5,000 I guess it was about the same yeah Still, it's a steady climb with followers but I do realize that a lot of our followers aren't always going to buy so some follow and then it's like sometimes if they don't win the giveaways we'll we'll notice some people actually leave so oh. eh, give or take, some people come back. So yeah. it just all depends. That's good. I mean, maybe maybe they just couldn't afford it and they'll come back in the future. You never know. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we noticed a little bit of a bump with our show after the announcement showcase. And it's hard for us to kind of like correlate with like who's on Twitter is listening or just following because I post Final Fantasy stuff. And then there's people on the, that that listen to the show that'll never come and interact with us on Twitter. So we're kind of in a, a weird boat, too, where we're like, well, I don't know. As, as long as someone's doing it, we're having fun, I guess. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, all definitely. about the fun. I mean, yeah, making money is nice, but it's not really about the money on my end, because if it was, I wouldn't be doing like tons of giveaways at clubs or mm-hmm. any venues across RP servers, especially, you know, weekly giveaways at you know, sometimes I give away Fantasias and outfits and stuff. Yeah, like, I noticed. Yeah, some of the funds that I do get, either through donations, actually gets filtered back into the community as my way of saying thank you for supporting us, you know? Oh, okay. So, some of the funds, yes, I do keep, and it either goes towards my dog, or some of it goes right back into the community, so... Ah, those dogs. Those dogs are <laughs> expensive. In my mm. chihuahua is, this yeah. Is <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, kids are more expensive. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, no, oh, yeah. I, I know that all too well. Oh, yeah, man. I helped raise my two brothers, so I'm aware of the pain stalking expenses of that. So, that girl can eat. Every, I make a joke because every time she pees, I'm like, you just cost me 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's good, though. Like, I mean, with with the stuff that's coming for 14, I'm hoping that, you know, you just keep seeing inclines and stuff. I mean, 14 doesn't seem to be slowing down. So hopefully that will correlate with with what you're doing. You know, more people that are going to be 
but coming into the game with mm-hmm. with the new expansion and stuff and maybe they'll find you brand new you know and and be interested so hopefully hopefully the upward trajectory that the game itself has is gonna correlate to an upward trajectory for you as well well we hope so but you know as anything it's just it's always going to be your ups and downs with running a business so we just take it with each stride and hope for the best (laughs) got a great attitude and you're trying really hard not to do the jinx thing Well, that actually is kind of all I really had question-wise. Do you have anything that you'd like to to say or plug or questions for us? I can't I can't answer for soloists, but I can I can speak to to my experience if you had anything you wanted to talk about. Um, I can't really think of any like major questions that I have or anything else that I would like to express other than, you know, People don't have to feel obligated to follow us, you know, to partake in our giveaways. I know a lot of artists you know, mandate, oh, you've got to follow or, you know, you can't participate, and, you know, things like that. But aside, I can't really think anything. Ray, do you have any thoughts? I actually did have something I was curious on as far as the show here goes. Yeah, and sure. how you're trying to put it out there. Have you considered maybe doing like a YouTube streams of the audio with maybe like a, a background and characters for you as soloists, so you don't have to show yourselves visually, but you have a representation. That that is something that I have considered. Haven't really done it. So, like I said, when we started this, it was kind of like, "Hey, pandemic, let's give it a shot." So we we really focused audio only, just doing the podcast. Right. Um, we we thought maybe we should stream it, and we're like, "Well, <laughs> as you've as you've learned, we we sometimes have a whole sections we'll end up editing out." So at the moment we've just been doing the podcast, but now that now that we've been doing it for a little while, I have thought about other ways we could kind of expand that, I guess. So uh, what were you saying like just like a like a our logo and the audio or something on YouTube? Yeah, do like a your logo or intro at the beginning um before you announce yourselves. And at that point you put up like uh the characters you want to represent each other for the podcast and then the rest of it is just the audio. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And actually, uh, you know, it would be a great, uh, little portrait to represent ourselves on YouTube. <laughs> hey, Hey, so I'm going to have to get on soloist and be like, you know what you really need? <laughs> nudge, nudge, hun. <laughs> you know what you really need? Uh, but no, that's a, Hey, well, Hey, that was, that was great. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> you're good at this. No, I, I, that's a great idea. And actually it's, uh, I was going to actually ask you if you had any, any ideas or comments like that, since you seem to be actually pretty good about the promotion and stuff. We've also thought about, and this is, uh, we, we don't really have any firm plans, but like I mentioned earlier, there's some other things we're thinking about doing just to kind of, I guess, differentiate ourselves a little bit. I did think about possibly doing just like a short, like little series uh, like maybe a Final Fantasy D and D focused series, just something mm-hmm. different because you know the D and D streams are pretty popular right now. Um, uh, yeah, I've noticed. Soloist does have a uh, he is a streamer. He just got to uh, affiliate not too long ago, so we might start doing uh, maybe once a month or something like a a podcast stream. Uh, so we did we did one live episode for the announcement showcase, but we might do some like fourteen streams or something going forward, just stuff like that. But we started just podcast because it's like we didn't know really what we were doing. And, you know, I have the kid and, 
yeah, we, we just didn't know how much time it was going to take, but we've kind of gotten into a groove now. So I have been looking for other avenues just to get us out there so people would see us. And uh, yeah, you want to try everything you can. Yeah, I wasn't sure if someone would watch a YouTube video if it didn't have like, uh, like if it was just like a picture with music or, or the episode title or not. But uh, it was a thought that I had. You would be surprised, actually. There, there are quite a few podcasts out there that start with like an animated intro, real quick, and then everyone goes through their introductions and give like a rundown of the topics, and then let it flow from there. I'll definitely have to look into that. That's a that's a great idea. And actually, you'll probably get a message from me like, "Hey, so about this idea, let's talk about this." <laughs> All right, but looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, I mean anything because we're we're uh, we're doing. Okay, I mean our our uh, listeners keep going up pretty steadily, which is nice. Uh, we're really That's popular plus. <laughs> in India. Definitely. That's our biggest country. I don't know. I, I'm very appreciative. Thank you all in India. Uh, but we're getting a lot of downloads from there, and then the U.S. being second, of course. Uh, I think we're up to like 17 countries though that have been been downloading the podcast here and there. So at least people are trying us. We don't know. It's it's hard to see if they come back, mm-hmm. but. Uh, our downloads are going pretty steadily in the right direction. So that's always a, a fun little thing to see every day. So now is that just looking at the, uh, the Apple podcast or is that through Spotify as well? So this is this, these analytics come from our host. So we host on captivate. So they gather the analytics from all the places that were listed. Oh, okay. So it's a yeah. combined thing. Okay. Yeah. So it'll pull from, cause we're on Apple, Spotify, Google podcasts, uh, mm-hmm. Ghana, that's the one in India that that people get this through. Okay. And the, the hosting website will gather all of that analytics and combine them for us every day uh on like a little uh like a little breakdown of what happened at the end of the uh well I think they updated a couple times a day. That's actually really fascinating how there's a, a fan base out there like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was very pleased. I wasn't really sure when we did that, but I'm because it when you when you do it on the podcasting host, it's like, hey, Here's all the different sites, sign up for them, and it will kind of like guide you through and it it manages everything and then sends it out, sends your feed out to the various podcast catchers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, I, I don't know which ones to focus on. So I kind of just did everything. <laughs> I was like, sure, sure. Never heard of you. Let's do it. Um, and some of the ones I haven't heard of end up being our bigger avenues too. So I'm glad I just went through willy-nilly oh. posting us on everything. Yeah, that reminds me. Um you could also try setting something up with a uh, radio.com because there's a lot of podcasts there as well. Yeah. I don't think that's one of them that's, that's on here on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, podcast index, player FM, Deezer. See, I'd never heard of Deezer, Stitcher, Ghana. Oh, we're all over the place. But, it, but the, the good thing is the, the host website makes it so easy to like submit it to all these different ones. Cause I knew next to nothing about actually doing a podcast before we started. And uh, it makes it a lot easier to just like, they take care of a lot of the stuff. So I have to worry about recording, editing, you know, finding the topics, hopefully being interesting. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. But yeah, they, they, they handle the rest of it, all the analytics and stuff. Okay. Well, yeah, I'd say between the, uh, the music episode and the most that I got out of the Advent Children review, you haven't been disappointing. <laughs> Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad you've been enjoying it. We try to just, you know, talk about stuff that we like 
and hopefully it it translates into like stuff that'll be interesting to listen to. So I'm glad you're enjoying it. Thank you. Thank you for the feed. Do you have any other feedback? Like, like I said, we're new. We're we're still trying to figure all this stuff out. So if you had any feedback, anything you think would be we could do better, anything you think that uh, that you really like, uh, shoot me. And you can tell me now. You can shoot me a message, whatever you want. Because like I said, we we want to get as good as we can and we want to be interesting and we don't just want to be boring people for an hour because then they're never going to listen. <laughs> so. Right, right. Uh, at the moment, I need to listen to a little bit more of your podcast to give a better opinion, but I, I will definitely let you know. Thanks. Yeah, we, we would definitely appreciate that because, you know, whatever we can do just to be more interesting and entertain people, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what it's about, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's what we're there for, to make the people happy. Yeah, that's what we do. We just... We wake up and we think, what can I do to make people happy today? <laughs> did, did you have any other questions or anything else you wanted to bring up? I can't think of anything, no. <laughs> oh, that's right. I know Soloist was going to ask about uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. He is currently, that's a conversation that we we would need him for. Uh, yeah, we, we might have to have a part two here someday. <laughs> well, or on that topic. <laughs> yeah, just you. On that topic, this is this has been uh, really fun. I've really enjoyed talking to you uh, both. You've been really easy to talk to. I mean, we've been talking for almost two hours, and it, I don't feel like it feels like it. It's just gone by. Not at all. Y'all yeah. are welcome on the show anytime you want. If you've got something like, hey, I got a topic I want to talk about, let us know. We'll have you back on the show. This has been great. So, oh, right. yeah been amazing thank you for having us yeah thank you very much sorry that i haven't been talking more ray's kind of just been over there like all right i know nerding <laughs> out over here <laughs> ray, just talking 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 but no it's it's been great talking to, to both of you it's been a lot of fun and uh, i'm glad we could do this i'm glad you you know when we were talking on on twitter after the commission i was just like i'm gonna ask them to come on the show and then you said yes and i was like wow okay that we're doing this. I guess I'm a real podcaster now. I'm I'm talking and interviewing people, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we we really appreciate yeah, you. The limit from here. Yeah, this is it. This is this is the the moment that we become real podcasters. Uh, but no, I do I do appreciate you taking the time. I know that yeah, I know that everybody's busy and with all the stuff going on, to take two hours out of your day to sit down and just talk to us about Final Fantasy. I really appreciate you. Uh, you're taking the time to do that because it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Like I have had a ball tonight. Definitely. Well, with that, uh, where can we find you? Give us your plug. Like where's the best place if people want to come get a commission from you or if they want to just, you know, connect with you on Twitter, like where's the best place? Like what's your handles and stuff? Uh, I would say probably Twitter would be the best because my main website is also linked there. And that's probably the easiest that you can get connected with us. Uh, cause we do have DMS open um, and then if anybody wants to order anything, they can either send the DM or they can go onto my, my website and the discord and an email is also linked there. And if anybody wants to donate, well, that's linked there too. So Twitter's probably the easiest way that you can get connected with us. All right. And what was the, what was the handle? Did you say? Uh, it was, it's under Favora, but you know, you can just probably type in faces of Eorzea and we'll come right up. Okay. Yeah. And what I'll do is I will put, I'll put a link to your Twitter in our show notes so that the listeners can just go down and click on it too. Alrighty. I'll put the link there. And I'll put the link that to your works. website too. Cause, uh, what about you, Ray? Uh, are you, are you a behind the scenes person or do you have a, a Twitter handle where they can find you as well? Or, I mean, I do have a Twitter handle as well, which I believe is also Shadow Spark. 
I'm mostly behind the scenes, but I, I have been dabbling with the idea of maybe getting back into like broadcasting Let's Plays. So I, I used to do that for a while. I do okay. have a YouTube channel that's up. Last thing I did, though, was a Mighty Number no. 9, I believe. I was getting towards the end of the game, too. Oh, you didn't finish it? Uh, no, because I was running it on the PS4, and I had gotten it for free through the Plus membership, and my membership lapsed. So I temporarily lost it on the PS4 because I tried to play without the membership active, and it said the license was no longer active. Oh, or no. It, it expired. Yeah. It was like, no. But I have tested that I can uh, turn on the PS Plus membership again if I want and get it back. I also have it on the PC, so I might even just run it there. Okay. Yeah, I kind of wish Solos would have been able to stick around because he does Let's Play videos on YouTube as well. I think he he just completed Final Fantasy 3. Uh, I don't know if he's doing another Let's Play at the moment. He's been focusing on streaming, but uh, yeah, I wish he was here because he would have uh, he would have wanted to talk to you about that for sure. Yeah, we'll have a moment where we can discuss that at some point. All right. Well, with that, you can find us at Soloist uh, on Twitch. Uh, I think it's Soloist TV or something like that. Yeah, uh, Soloist TV. We should be here. <sighs> Uh, or you can follow us on Twitter at Highwind Herald. Uh, and you can also follow me at Wolfkins on Twitter. Back and forth, I usually end up retweeting myself, <laughs> talking to talking to myself on the other one. But yeah, <laughs> so you can find us or you can find us at HighwindHerald.com where we have all of our past episodes and show notes. And of course, on any of the different podcatchers that you listen to out there. So with that, if you guys don't have anything else, I think that will bring this awesome episode to a close If you have if you have nothing else. I believe that's a wrap, good sir. Yeah. All thank right. Thank you. Well, no, thank you. Thank you for coming on. And all of you out there listening, thank you for uh, tuning in and staying with us a little longer than normal this week. But we do appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>